Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. All right. I have so many. Yeah, y'all know I'm a seven. I have so many ideas for episodes that pop in my head and I'm like, ooh, and, that, and my mind will mentally go through the whole episode. And then uh, a few seconds later, I have a new idea and I'll like forget all the wonderful things that went to the episode. Hey, it happens. It is a part of life. I have accepted that in my sevenness, but I have wrote, written down a title. So I'll start getting these out more and they'll be probably a little bit quicker. Um, as I see a lot of guests like them a little bit quicker. And plus, there are people who love podcasts. And so they listen to about 34,000 a day. Um, and so they don't have time to listen to you know our content every single time, right? Or 30 minutes every single time. Sometimes the short, the sweet, and hit you and you can get you and you go, right? You know, so uh, I'm going I'm to do some some of those um, episodes coming up uh, because I think I can land a point well in, in these split seconds as well, even though I love to express and explain and, and, and keep giving more information and stuff. And people are like, I think I got it when the first time, you know, and some people are like, I don't know what this man talking about, but that's okay. All right. So I say all that to say this, this episode, um, I want to talk about we're talking about inner work, growth, right? This is huge, right? Me being practical. I love these things, right? So a part of this is very important to understand that before we even can do some of the higher level work that we want to do, we have to make sure we are acknowledging the humanness and humanity of ourselves first before we get to the levels of spiritualness, right? Um, in the work that we're doing. And let me explain this. So our personalities, and a lot of teachers have written things about this. Um, Gurdjieff, one of the things that he talks about is the fact that we don't really operate. We're like machines, to be honest, because our personality drives how we live and do life to, and how we see life. We don't really see reality. We see our warped up version of what we believe reality to be based on our personality structure, right? And culture and overlays as well. So it's it's not like you're really choosing and people think they're choosing, but they're really not. Until you can get out of the, the hamster wheel of personality or ego, right? From being uh, unconsciously running the your whole life, when you can kind of take a step out of it every once in a while, you'd be like, oh my goodness, I have not been choosing and I have not been aware of what the world I've been doing and how I've been doing it. You know, so this is where it gets really tricky, right? And especially if you're a part of a, any spiritual community, not necessarily religious, but just a spiritual community. Sometimes we have this tendency to want to jump to be spiritual all of a sudden without acknowledging and really working on the humanity, the human side of us first, right? And so this is a part of it that's very important because when we don't make sure that we are tackling all of the human stuff first, we end up spiritually bypassing. And what spiritual bypassing does, it actually opens up a big shadow of stuff that we're doing that is far from whatever spiritualness that we hope to obtain or get to. I mean, whatever it is, if you have not acknowledged your own humanness, that shadow is getting bigger and bigger. If you're trying to be spiritual without acknowledging the humanness of yourself, that experience that shadow is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And what I mean by that shadow, that means your actions, your words, your thoughts, and your emotions are all doing things to other people or yourself that could be harmful or detrimental because you are unaware that it's happening and the ego is running the show and you don't even know it. So this is important 
for people to understand. And this is something, you know, I've heard before and different things. And obviously going to Egypt, you know, there's different experiences you have and you see stuff. You're like, ooh, you feel stuff, you experience stuff. And it's like, okay, okay, I'm catching this. I'm catching this more. And I'm experiencing it even with seeing things and understanding more about ancient Egypt and the way that they lived and the way that they did things and how how important consciousness was to the ancient society, right? So when we're thinking about being human first. And what I mean human first is really, really tapping into your ability to be aware of how you operate in this world, how your personality shows up, how your ego shows up. And there are so many pockets of awareness to work on. It it, it will keep you humble. Like if you are truly doing the work, it will continuously keep you humble because any moment that you feel you get a little bit not humble, a little bit, a little bit proud. If you're doing the work, it's going to bring you right back to humbleness every time. Because there's so many pockets of things that we don't know. Even no matter how wise or how smart we are in a certain area, there's so many pockets that we don't know. So for instance, you may know a whole lot about yourself, about personalities, about the Enneagram, about this. But you may be totally unaware about cultural issues, organizational issues, right? Bias issues, racist issues, sexes, all these things. You may not know much about that area, right? You may be smart enough to understand how personality can work within them, but you may not understand all the nuances that happens within it, right? It's, so that's a whole different pocket of awareness. And I find this very fascinating because sometimes I see some of the most brilliant, some of the most smart, some of the most amazing people that we've out there. And I mean, like people that I like, wow, they write some good stuff. It's areas that they don't know about. And then they start speaking about it. And it's like, Ooh, now you're out of your league right now and you got to do some more research, talk to some more people in that thing and do some work, right? So this is where the humanist part comes in. Can we truly start being aware of what areas that we know about and can we keep stay curious enough to keep learning about the humanness and humanity of ourselves and others, right? Because you know, when we ever we have that reaction inside, we see a human do something crazy and we're like, how could someone do that? I can't believe this, right? In a certain area, right? Because it's a near-jerk near reaction sometimes, especially sometimes when you're driving. Somebody cut you off or something, you'd be like, that fool, look at that fool, they crazy. And then someone be like, for me, especially Egypt helped me, it's like, well, one, this I share the road with other people. And two, that is a human thing they did, even though it's frustrating. And guess what? I can do that too. I am capable of doing that. And sometimes I'd be like, that cut me off or they did something like, you know, I probably did that to someone too in the past, right? So understanding that humanness keeps us humble and that humbleness allows us to be open enough, to be receptive enough to receive and see reality in a way that is human to give us the ability to truly have choice beyond our ego and our personality so that we can continuously tap into the spiritual. So we continuously really connect and do that deeper work, right? That is connected to the higher, the spiritual levels of what we're doing, tapping into things that are not just on this horizontal plane because we exist on two planes, horizontal and vertical, right? But now we have access to actually be a part of the vertical because we can access the vertical plane when we are present. And the ability to be present is going to come from us really recognizing being humble and being present into the moment and being aware of what's going on. That's when we have the ability to have more access to right then what's happening the spiritual. It's me again in another one of those funny commercials to remind you that the Kaizen Community Enneagram program 
is having open sessions. I do two cohorts a year. In this program, you will feel heard, seen, and connected. You will leave the program with way more knowledge, a deeper level of growth, and some lifelong friends. To sign up and learn more, go to kaizen-enneagram-community.mn.co or see the show notes or the Instagram bio link tree. All right, back to the episode. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you don't do spiritual <laughs> until you've mastered human, because I know some people may hear it that way, or they may have questions like, well, but I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that your primary focus on your work, like to making sure that you are growing, and if you are a person connecting to the deeper spiritual levels of your life, you're connected to God, you want to do something... You need to find and continuously search your humanness because you're going to find all of the spiritual things you need to work on or how they're in opposition to the spiritual things that you are you believe in or you have faith in or you're connected to. You're going to find there are parts in you that are in opposition to it that you have to work on. You have to be more aware of in order to get there. And so it's a process of learning, re- being receptive, letting go of things, allowing things so that you can get to the spiritual level. Because when you start to move to the spiritual, it's not about you. Ooh, this is where it gets tricky, right? It stops being about you. <laughs> and this is why like the, the ability to like make yourself get there or or because your ego wants to earn, right? It wants to always earn it or make it or do it the way it wants to and see you in a way it wants to, it wants to do all that stuff, right? But the spiritual level is all about you being able to be receptive to what the spirit in the spiritual realms want for you, right? To move you and do you and come through you and use you as a vessel, really, right? And so it's like preparing or emptying ourselves enough by being aware enough of our humanness so that we can be that vessel and bring light, love, and and other beautiful things into the world. And so that's the part that gets real tricky, right? Because our ego is constantly trying to take the place of spiritual, of God, of ego, everything. It's trying to take a place of anything that allows us to be really, really receptive and allows something else to do the thing. It's, it's doing its best to fight all that and to be it to a degree, right? So some people here may understand what I'm saying. Some people may not. And if you don't, then I hope you listen to this episode like four or five months later after you're doing your work and you come back and be like, I think I get what he's saying. Okay. Okay. But it's just very important to understand this because we see this a lot in our society. We see it, yo, I mean, obviously you see it in politicians. Uh, You see it in in just so many facets of the world where you see people who ascribe to or subscribe or ascribe to something very spiritual, but you see that they have not actually done their real work on themselves. And it's like the things that they are doing on the horizontal plane are in opposition to the things they proclaim on their the vertical uh, plane, the one that they it's it's an opposition. It's like you talk about love but the, the very thing you're doing is not loving. And so I and I mean that. So if you already got a personal group in your head, make sure you turn that finger around and point at yourself because we do it too. That's a part of it. We do it too. We just may do it from the opposite end of the spectrum, but we're still doing it, right? We're still doing things in opposition to the vertical axis. I kept saying plane, vertical plane, but the vertical axis, which we exist. So the work is very counterintuitive in a lot of ways of recognizing 
how am I, how is my humanness, how is my horizontal axis behaviors, thoughts, emotions, in opposition to my vertical axis point of view or objectives or faith or meaning or purpose, right? You, we have to look at those things because we can get caught up and mix them and, and, make, and mix it up and then feel like we're so right. Even if we, even if we are people who are believe, trying to put love or light in the world, right? Even if we're trying to do that, right? We have to be careful because the ego can grab a hold. It's slippery, can grab a hold of that and just warp it in some selfish way that doesn't allow us to constantly be transformed, right? Constantly be metamorphosized. I think that's the word. Uh, into something new and different that's still doing the work for ourselves and still bringing that light and love to the world, even when we feel we're in opposition to certain people. And that's hard. I'm going to tell you this. If you are up for the work, seriously, it is hard to do because it challenges your heart in some ways and it challenges your ego in some ways that you feel the feeling of suffering to a degree in a lot of different layers. And I, I could talk about that in like a more of a deep one-on-one or a group, small group setting because I don't want to get into all of that right now. But it is deep and that, and that work is real. But if you are serious about the work, about doing the work, it's a part of it. It's constantly like, whoo, okay, I got to humble myself. Oh, oh, they're humans just like me. Oh my goodness. Look at the ego of them. But I can be careful. My ego might do something too right now. So let me breathe. Let me get present in this moment and see, you know, connect to something greater than myself a lot of times or tap into the great talents of my personality and use them in a way to make this situation. I leave this situation with a stamp of love and light. Right. So, so, so that's important. Right. So I just wanted to share that I, I'm keeping this quick, short to the point because it's very important. Uh, but I also know, you know, there's a, a lot going on in your day. So uh, if you feel that your ego may be stomping on the good things, on the love and the light you're trying to bring in the world, and it may be taking hold to them, take a deep breath, breathe, right? Bring in some compassion. Okay, for yourself, because guess what? You're human and you've got to recognize that. Work on becoming more of a vessel and breathing so that you can connect to that spiritual next. All right. And so you can do it for the gram, the Enneagram, of course. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Real quick, IA conference coming soon, July 20th through the 23rd. Don't forget to sign up if you want to come virtual or in person. Holler at me if you're going to be there so I can make sure we say hi, maybe get something to drink or something. Or just say, hey, virtual or in person, just let me know. Cool, 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 cool. Besides that, I love for other people, if you're interested in the, you're interested in coming to my certification course uh, starting in August, hit me up. I would love to have you there. We have a good time. We do deep work on ourselves and we learn how to work with other people in amazing ways and you do it in community. So if you would like to do that, hit me up. The website and everything will be in the show notes. All right. Love you all. You are loved and uh, have a good day. See you next episode. Bye.